0: The following program is sponsored by Marty McClendon and New Beginnings Christian Church of Spokane. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty, there's nothing my God cannot do. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty, there's nothing my God. Good morning all across the ACN Network, the American Christian Network, all across Central and Eastern Washington. This is Marty McClendon. I'm your host today for In My Opinion, where I give my opinion on Scripture, upon politics, upon just about everything, including real estate. But welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in on this bright and early Saturday morning. I'm excited because on Thursday was Veterans Day. I want to shout out to all of those. That have served this great nation in the armed forces. Wherever you've served, whenever you've served, I, will, I am deeply grateful for you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for keeping us free. Thank you for fighting for the liberties and freedoms we maintain in this nation. We are in your debt, too, as a reminder that, you know, Veterans Day, which was on, like I said, on Thursday, the 11th every year in November, honors those that have served. And are still living, those that have served in the past. We have Armed Forces Day as well every year that honors those that are actively serving right now. And of course, we have Memorial Day, which starts the summer, but that honors those that gave the last full measure of devotion to this nation and to their calling and to their brothers and sisters in the military. So Memorial Day is to celebrate those that, that gave their life in service to this nation Veterans Day, which is what we just celebrated and we're celebrating this weekend, is those that have served this nation. Armed Forces Day are those that are actively serving right now. So thank you all, but today we are honoring those who have served this nation, including my own father, Tom McClendon. I'm sure no he's not listening right now, but he served in the Vietnam War as a Navy CB, and I'm very proud of my own father, and as one of the regrets I've had in my life, I wish I had served I serve in many different ways, but I wish I had the opportunity or had made the choice to take up the opportunity when I was in high school to serve my country through the military. Most of my close friends have a history of serving in the military, and I'm honored to be their friends, but they're people that have this resilience about them. They know why they're fighting, they are trusted people. And so the scripture that I want to apply with this is oftentimes used when we're talking about those in the military, and Veterans Day, and and the rest of them as well. It's John 15, 13. It's the verse where it says, "...no one has greater love, nor stronger commitment, than to lay down his own life for his friends." Of course, we're talking about Jesus, lay down his own life, so that we may be made right with God, have eternal life, and be made with him, be adopted in. And At the end of the show, I'm going to talk more about that. But for our veterans, I've always said it's it's Jesus Christ, right? Our Lord and Savior died for us. But our veterans have, have signed a blank check with their life on the line to defend these liberties that we have in this nation. So once again, not only just honoring them, but understanding how, how much they put on the line. And when they swear to defend this nation against enemies foreign and domestic, and I've talked many times about there's enemies domestically, internally, we've got to root out and deal with. Our military does a great job of defending this nation from enemies foreign boring. Um, I will remind everybody, you can email me at MorningShowMarty at gmail.com. You can find um, the Facebook page at Morning Show Marty on Facebook. You can listen to the replays, the podcast of each program and past programs on your smart speaker, on iTunes, on iHeartRadio, on Anchor, as well and we'll eventually get a website up as well and the same thing goes for my show with doug i do at 10 o'clock which is doug and marty versus the world those are also podcasts in those same places so you can ask for in my opinion by marty mcclendon or you can say alexa play doug and marty versus the world and it will start playing the most recent episodes each one i'm trying to bring and do and honor god in the process but bring something unique something different maybe Maybe something informing or entertaining to you each day. So thank you again for your prayers, for your support, for tuning in, but also getting engaged. Taking what I have to say, responding to me, maybe taking it to, to um, task about your own self, but getting engaged in your local uh, area. I believe that God's placed you there. I believe that you're unique, that you have certain gifts that only you have. And you can make a difference in the world around you if you take some information and you do something with it. Um, We have a whole month to celebrate black history, which is fine. And we should celebrate um, those people in our nation that uh, have made a real impact. We have a whole month celebrating sexual orientation, but we only have three days to honor those that have signed a blank check for our nation. Armed Forces Day, Veterans Day, and Memorial Day. And then, oh, by the way, we have one more day honoring all the presidents before that have gone to the highest level, the most powerful position in the world. Four days we honor those that keep us free. And we have two whole months for different things. I just, anyway, it doesn't make sense. It's upside down, but that's why we draw close to God. We seek Him for wisdom. The Word of God will guide us. But there's some things you need to know about. Now, I believe that you need to know more about. Since we're on Veterans Day, or Veterans Day weekend, and we're honoring our veterans, it's a travesty. We still have American citizens, the families of American soldiers, still left behind in Afghanistan, in hiding. In fact, just a couple days ago, on Sarah Carter, she's a reporter, and SarahCarter.com, it came out a story, the Pentagon is now saying, oh yeah, we don't know how many people, how many family members of servicemen, American soldiers, uh, are still behind. They're hiding and still trying to get out. And so they're compiling a list of people and their contact information by email. And, of course, the story goes on. What good does that do? Because they said the Department of Defense will still not be the ones to get them out. It's still private citizens like Glenn Beck and other people that have lots of money that are getting off-duty past military. These people that are veterans that are serving in, not no longer in the military, active military, go are going back in at the risk of their lives again to save the families that are still behind the enemy lines. They are the enemy, when you think about it. Beheadings, anti-Christian, basically the takeover of Kabul. The absolute travesty when we were lied to and that they didn't leave anybody behind that didn't want to go. The report comes out that the Department of Defense and the Pentagon, the Undersecretary of Defense, this call-and-call, call is asking military personnel and Defense Department civilians with immediate family members who remain in Afghanistan will want to leave to email his office. But even when they email him to compile this list, what will that do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because we're not going to take any effort into getting our people out of Afgan- Afghanistan. Remember the whole thing that we need nobody behind? They lied, and people are dying because of it. Now, this is absolute ridiculous. We need to make sure we're calling, make sure we're, we're calling our congressman, um, the president, email, whatever it may takes to put pressure on the Department of Defense and the Pentagon I mean, and the White House to get our people home. The families of those that fought to defend and are still fighting, that are active military, are in Afghanistan, and they're in harm's way. And so the quicker we can do it, the better. But God bless the people like Glenn Beck and others that are going in with their own money, and their own teams to rescue these families. All right, there's more. Since we're on the military here, a couple more things. John Durham, if you anybody remembers, John Durham is um, was the special prosecutor. He was um, investigating the Russia hoax, the FISA court allegations. He's still going. He's got more indictments. Well, this week he he indicted Sussman, which is the attorney for the Clinton. Um, uh, Hillary Clinton and her campaign. He was the one tied in with um, uh, Christopher Steele and the fake dossier, the one they used to get the FISA court. In this indictment, though, they name and refer to Jake Sullivan. You may say, who's Jake Sullivan? Well, Jake Sullivan is the national security advisor for President Biden. Why does the national security, as the one who guides Biden on his foreign policy, the one that failed to pull out of Afghanistan in the way that left people behind, the one that makes us weak on the world stage. And he's named in this indictment as part of creating, I mean, part of this fake dossier to take down an incoming president and President Trump. This gets really deep. And you know who his counterpart was? The person that they spied on? The person that they got in for lying to the FBI who was just uh, basically went through the ringer? His career was destroyed. His name was destroyed. And the truth finally came out that he was innocent, but still the damage was done. That's General Flynn. General Mike Flynn was the national security advisor for Trump. And it turns out the national security advisor it was for Clinton, but also now for Biden currently is, is referenced in this indictment of Sussman, as being a part of taking down, uh, trying to take down the president before. It is, it's, it's all connected, it's all deep. But this makes you angry, makes me angry. But also, I trust the Lord. We need to push back and make sure more and more comes out, the truth comes out. Staying on the military topic, the military times has come out with an article saying that troops who refuse to get the COVID vaccine will be other than honorably discharged, which means these brave soldiers that are active military right now that make a conscious choice, religious or medical or whatever, just look, they they don't want to put something in their body that we depend on to defend us in this nation. If they don't take the vaccine that is mandated to them federally, which is not a law, by the way, they will be other than honorably discharged, which means they have no right to their VA benefits. VA loan, the health care, VA, you name it. That is a travesty, and it should be stopped. We need to make sure we, we, we look at house.gov, make sure we're, we're lighting up the switchboards. We have to protect those that protect us, and that is just wrong. So on COVID, though, uh, we, I know we've been in COVID for a year and a half, almost two years uh, we're still looking at mandates um, through the OSHA mandates at the federal level, which has been uh, temporarily blocked through a circuit court. Uh, and hopefully the, these lawsuits will put a stop to it permanently. but but small businesses and big businesses are moving forward at Biden's direction to implement these things. They're pushing these vaccine for kids 5 to 11, and yet there's so many side effects. So I want to talk a little bit about this quickly. The truth about this, whether you've gotten the vaccine or not, it's your choice. It should only and always be your choice. You should never be told by the government what you have to put in your body. It seems like it should be common sense, but it's not. So the health news uh, reported that, that many health professionals around the world are asking and demanding that they stop giving the vaccine to pregnant women because of the complications that have happened. The newest report is total over the last 18 months, there's been 17,000 deaths to complications from the vaccines themselves. That's a lot. The most, the highest uh, one before that was for the swine flu. That was 80, not 17,000. And yet we continue to push this at every level. And I said, we need to reveal the truth. So bottom line is, yes, for most people, probably pretty safe. But why do you push it on our kids? When they go after the kids, Now, whether it be education, sex education, or CRT, or mandating vaccines, we as parents, as grandparents, as neighbors need to say, get the heck away from our kids. So, on my notes here, I put, we need to return to truth. Of course, I always refer to the scripture, verse John 14, 6, where it says, Jesus said to him, I am the only way to God, and the real truth, and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. We need Jesus. We need the Lord. We need truth to be revealed. And, of course, there's many scriptures about things coming to light. And we see more and more things that make us angry, but they're being revealed. The truth will come out. The things that are done in darkness will come out. Praise God that that is, that his word is true, that it never returns void. So I mentioned the OSHA rule. Last week, we talked about the Department of Labor through OSHA, which is the safety arm of the Department of Labor, developed a rule at the direction of Biden to mandate that companies with over 100 employees had to enforce this vaccine mandate. Well, then they were sued. Uh, The Biden administration and OSHA was sued by the attorney general from Texas and many other states and a guy named Brandon as well, and they, the judge put a stop to it because it's against the Constitution. Biden doesn't have authority. OSHA didn't go through the proper pra- um, practices to get it done, and yet Biden doesn't care. He said, it doesn't matter what the court says. Go ahead, companies, and keep on doing it. So many companies are already going forward and doing this because in the, the eight-page document about the rules around enforcing this, a company in America can be fined up to $136,532 or $13,653 per uh, episode where they violate this rule. And so they're avoiding the financial penalty, but they're making the companies the bad guys. I'm telling you, companies, small business, big business, if you have 100 employees or more, don't enforce this. You will never be backed up by the government. If If you make enough money, that that figure seems huge, but they have to push it, and you have attorneys as well push back. Don't be the the arm of the government that makes your employees um, get a vaccine that they do not want. It is just I, it, once again, it's it's wrong. Don't comply with that because it's stopped in the courts. At the very least, wait until the courts make their final decision. It will go to the Supreme Court. I almost guarantee it. Here, I talked about truth. I want to remind everybody that the American, um, this America was founded upon truth, the truth, Jesus Christ, biblical foundations, Judeo-Christian values. We wouldn't be a nation without those looking for religious freedom. We wouldn't be a nation without the help of Jewish um, citizens that gave money to the American army that, that actually helped us stay in and win the Revolutionary War. I say that John Adams, one of our founding forefathers and president, says, the Christian religion is above all the religions that ever prevailed or existed in the ancient or modern times. The religion of wisdom, virtue, equity, and humanity. That was was 1796 when he wrote that in his diary. So I say that because check out Wall Builders, which is David Barton. Great historical study about our founding forefathers, what they truly believed, what they truly said, and of course... The majority of them are Christians. In fact, 11 out of 13 first colonies, before the nation was even founded, or colonies, they said that in their statute, you had to be a Christian to run for office because they wanted people of good moral character they can trust. They've talked many times how this the Constitution is wholly inadequate without a moral people. So it lines up with this. This is very important. But Rick Green has taken on the mantle Patriot Academy is doing a great thing. He's got an eight-week course you can do online or in person, and it's starting up again after the first year called Biblical Citizenship. It's fantastic, but I say that because he started a new one last week just for six weeks. You can join now. You can check out the past episodes as well. Look it up, though, at Patriot Academy and Wall Builders as well. It's called The Foundations of Freedom. Where he's joined with uh, Michelle Bachman, former congresswoman, and on now the, the one of the head of the teaching at uh, Regent University, it's fantastic. If you want to know more about our history and about our biblical roots, check out the Foundations of Freedom with Rick Green. It's great. But speaking of the foundations, First Corinthians three eleven says, "For no one can lay a foundation uh, other than the one which has already been laid, which is Jesus Christ." Okay. And one of my favorites, of course, is Psalm 127. It says, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman keeps awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise early or to retire late, to eat the bread of anxious labors, for he gives blessings to his beloved even in his sleep. You know, it's our sleep as well. The idea here is unless God is at center, the foundation, the cornerstone, nothing will prosper. This nation was founded upon the biblical principles of Judeo-Christian values, of the Bible, of Jesus Christ himself, and it will not have success unless we return to those foundations and the truth in Jesus Christ. I want to get to several other things, so I'll try to go through in a clear, concise way, but do them fairly quickly because there's a lot to cover in the last part of the show here. We've talked a lot about election integrity, just this week, a couple of reports came out that you need to know about. The Georgia election, one of the deciding factors where we lost the Senate, where the presidential election went away, we have Pennsylvania, Arizona, Georgia. Uh, 17,690 mail-in ballot images, which are required by law to keep, are missing. Where'd they go? They're just missing, right? So they can't prove who voted and, uh, and for what. That is wrong. Arizona, we know that they destroyed evidence. In Washington state, they've passed laws, so we can't even look. That's got to change, everybody. We need to have uh, trusted elections. So think about this. The federal government, according to Rand Paul, sent 1.1 million dead people stimulus checks last year. 1.1 million people got stimulus checks that are deceased. They can't cash them. Someone did, and they probably voted as well. That brings me to the next subject. We, they just this week they passed a 1.2 trillion dollar "quote unquote" infrastructure bill that has all kinds of pork and new green deals, but they have to pass a 1.9 trillion dollar reconciliation bill as well. You need to know what's in this reconciliation bill and, of course, the one, the infrastructure bill they passed. First of all, there's 300 million dollars that goes to the teachers union. I'm going to spend a minute here. Just uh, Listen to me. $300 million to the teachers' union. In the state of Washington, the, the teachers' union is the strongest and most powerful lobby in our state. Congressmen have the uh, teachers' union on speed dial because they dictate terms. This is the same one that backs the critical race theory in our state, the same one that backs the comprehensive technical education. Watch out for there. At the national level, I remind you just a little while ago, that the talking points the CDC was given about COVID vaccines came directly from the NEA, National Educational Association, the ones that just got paid out $300 million. And do you remember McCleary? $9 billion extra to Washington State Public Education. The last billion went directly to teachers' unions and teachers' pay. And besides that, a large portion of the previous did as well. Teachers are great. Kids are great. Teachers unions, though, are playing a role that is anti-apparent, pushing things on our kids, removing your right. We need to push back and break their power. Folks, the battle is for our kids' minds. And when their minds are controlled through indoctrination, they vote the party that they're being told to vote for. We want to save America. We have to save education. We have to to take our kids out. We have to make sure they have choice. There are many ways, but this is the battle over the future. It's over our kids. And right now, this teachers union and the leftists have ill intent for our kids. We've seen it over and over and over again. Also in this reconciliation bill, there's $80 billion to fund 87,000 new IRS agents to monitor our bank accounts for any t- transactions over $600. Think about that for a second, not billionaires, you and me there's also amnesty for all illegal aliens in there there's 1.2 trillion dollars in new taxes on Americans across the board there's 550 billion dollars for new green deals but this is one since many of our listeners work in agriculture work in ranching my dad was as a retired cowboy rancher for all his life besides construction in this deal they're going to put a $4500 uh, methane fee on every beef cow, a $6,500 methane fee on every dairy cow, and a $2,500 uh, methane fee on every pig. What that means in the nutshell with 93 million beef cows and 30 million dairy cows, your meat prices are going to go up three to six times more than they are now, and they're already expensive. Okay, think about that for a second. Now add on to this. Over in Paris, President Biden administration has pledged, pledged and guaranteed, first of all, he's already talking about shutting down another pipeline, driving the gas prices up. We're already paying at the pump through the roof. He says that by 2030, America will be off coal. 40% of the electrical power provided to America is coal right now. 40%. So in less than 10 years, eight years from now, he wants to be off coal. He said but by 2040, we'll be off all fossil fuels natural gas, uh, petroleum your cars. So what are we going to drive? How are we going to heat our homes? This is ridiculous. But what will it do to prices? It's going to go through the roof as well when we're already being strapped. That is why this month, again, we have the highest inflation we've had in over 30 years, and there's no turning back. I've told you before, this looks and feels, and I know it looks intentional. When you weaken and have an open border, you crush the economy with these vaccine mandates, with these mask mandates, but shutting down businesses, basically picking winners and losers. And I remind everybody, if you've forgotten, a year ago when COVID started, they cut back on seed buying. So even farmers will have less produce this year because they bought less seeds last year. So we have rising costs of foods. We, have, we can't get imported goods in because there's people who aren't working at the ports and then you have a shortage of supply, which drives costs up. You have a restriction on our petroleum, which is gas and oil product, which drives the cost at the pump up. And now you have a control, a risk on our food supply, our meat. And so when we don't have a stable food supply, when we have uh, where it's unsafe, foreign and, and other borders, unsafe um, shipping and transportation. This is all is intentional to destroy this nation. I, I don't say that lightly because there's no other reason for this. We've got to push back. That's why elections are so important. That's why we have to call and say no to this bill in a very loud voice. House.gov will have a number there. You can call the switchboard to call your congressperson and tell them to vote no on this, to get their colleagues to vote no on this reconciliation package that is just it's going to drive inflation even higher drive the cost of our goods even higher. And every one of us, we can't afford it, especially those on a fixed income. And I mentioned veterans as Veterans Day. Those that are on retirement, on a vet, on a veteran's income or a retirement plan can't afford this. Seniors can't afford this. But it's, it's designed to make the government have even more control and have us less liberty. It's time to push back, folks. I want to spend the last part of the show, because the show goes so quickly with 30 minutes, is reminding you again I believe you've been called by God you've been positioned where you're at with unique skills and uh, skill set to make a difference in your community many of you don't believe that but there's scriptures there that are very powerful since Romans 8:28 through 29 says for those whom he foreknew and loved and chose beforehand he is also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son and ultimately share in his complete sanctification, so that he would be firstborn, the most beloved and honored among many believers, and those whom he predestined he also called, and those who called he also justified. You're like, well, that's not me. It goes on to say, Ephesians one four says, Just as in his love he chose us in Christ, actually selected us for himself as his own, before the foundation of the world, so that we would be holy and consecrated and set apart for him, purpose-driven and blameless in his sight and love. Further, Ephesians 1, five says he predestined and lovingly planned for us to be adopted to himself as his children through Jesus Christ in accordance with his will and his kind intention and his pleasure of his will. And we all know this, Jeremiah 29.11, For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, said the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. And lastly but not least, John 15.16 says you have chosen me but I have not chosen you, I have appointed and placed and purposely planted you, that's Jesus saying to you, so that you would go and bear fruit and keep on bearing, that your fruit will remain and be lasting, so that whenever you ask of the Father in my name, as my representative, he may give to you. Pray, ask the Lord, get engaged. You've gone through a life, have experiences that are unique to you. You've been called by God. You're in where you are right now because God planted you there. Now, you step up, use your voice, use your talents, and let's push back, and we can save our children, save this nation, bring it back to its biblical foundations, the truth. That'd be great. So talk to you all next week. God bless you, and God bless America. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty.